I told my husband, I don't want fear to be my decision maker anymore. Everything I did when I was younger, fear would, would hold me back. It was like the big bossy man in my head that was telling me all this, these negative things. Sit back, relax, and get ready to embrace the work hard, smile large vibe. Welcome back to the Work Hard, Smile Large podcast. I'm the founder and host, Nicole Christofferson, and I just want to thank you so much for joining us again. I have a fantastic guest joining me today, Barbara Minardi with Reach for the Stars ATX, yes. and I will let her do a little further introduction of herself. Hi, guys. How are you guys doing? My name is Barbara Achilles Minardi. I am the founder of Reach for the Stars ATX, and I host workshops for kids centered around character education social etiquette and modern manners. Don't we all need to keep ourselves tuned up on those, yes. right? Yes. And just for be sure. reminded that they're super important. For sure. Yes. And they're um, a representation of who we are and what we want to present to the world. Yes. Um, I think it's fantastic. Thank I'm you. I'm constantly telling my kids, I'm like, we sit down at the table and use our manners every day. We You set the table and we go to a restaurant and you eat like you're sitting in front of a trough. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> well, I have a so, six and an eight-year-old. Knowing them and using yes. them is two different yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, right? I saw what my kids were missing. And I think going you know, back to COVID and having them be home all the time and never in public, when we came out of that little world and I saw how they were behaving, I was... I wasn't very pleased. And yes. I kept telling my girlfriends, somebody should really do this. Somebody needs to come up with an idea or, you know, come up with a class, a workshops, a school of some sort that kind of teaches kids the social skills that they la were lacking and, and they, I they remember, were missing. I took an etiquette class yeah, at the community were, center yeah. in Huntington Beach at Edison Community Center, if everybody remembers that in Yeah, California. they were around everywhere. And my mom put us in an etiquette class because my sister had the worst manners. I wouldn't say I was perfect, but I would say my mom was like, you both have to do this I, yep. together. And I it was, it too. and then I have friends that did cotillion, but I yeah. didn't do cotillion. And so I remember it always being something we touched on when yes. I was being raised. Yeah. And so well, I it's had, important. Yeah. I had the unique perspective because I was an assistant to an etiquette coach in high school. Ooh. So every weekend we would get a new group of kids, um, usually at three department stores or sometimes modeling agencies. And it was it was more of a southern etiquette, you know, a very so it was prim like community service you were doing for high school. No, being involved no, no. It was a job. I, I was I was getting paid. Oh, nice. And I did a little bit of modeling back in high school too, so this allowed me to kind of be in the business, be in the industry, um, and learn a little bit behind the scenes. Me. And I loved it because every weekend I went somewhere new. We got to put on fashion shows. I got to teach little girls how to put makeup on and how to you know present themselves in a yeah. nice way. How to how to get in and out of cars properly. Um, my workshops are quite a bit different than, you know, how I was trained in high school. Um, but it would definitely spark the interest. It, well, it planted the seed for I sure. I was just thinking like, <laughs> I didn't learn makeup and attire and things like that when I did my etiquette class, but, yeah. um, I see that being how they present themselves as a major part of etiquette. Yes. Yes. So yes, yes. that's, that's something that I would, doesn't even come to mind when I think about it. So yeah. tell me how your workshops differ from that or kind of what's well, specific to your workshops. You know, I'm, it's 2023. I had to yeah. modernize it. I didn't want this very stuffy, outdated protocol. Yeah. You know, the world has changed. Everybody should open the door. Everybody should you know, show each other respect. It doesn't matter. And even know. though we're less formal in attire and yes. things like that, doesn't mean we need to be less formal in our manners exactly. and our etiquette. Exactly. So my, I, I try and take away the outdated rules and try and bring in the whys. Why do we act a certain way? What's the meaning behind it? Why do we say please and thank you? Um, and 
you know, what do those words mean rather than just, this is what you do and you just do it. Yeah, like, I a, want like a robot back- repeating Yes, I want it. them to have a background of the why. Yeah. You know, words are very powerful. They have, you know, the ability to change the world and create your reality. And, you know, if kids can learn this at a very young age, yeah. I mean, obviously I'm not going to change a child overnight. But it's what they can spark in reaction yes. to and how they can yeah. make somebody else feel. Yeah. And that's really what, like, the premise of Work Hard, Small Large, like, yeah what you can share with somebody else that's going to have them feel better exactly. and again, share it back. Exactly. And, so, and I constantly say, I constantly use in my workshops, planting seeds, you know, a child's not going to change overnight. Nope. You know what I mean? I'm not going to be that one person who they have good days and bad days. You know? yeah. But if like I can be us. one of the seeds that's planted within your, you know, the children's life, then, you know, the better the chance they have, they can bloom into something more beautiful as they get older. Absolutely. So. They're a future. And that's like what I say all the time. And that's why we want to have these events and yeah. have them around us and listen to us collaborate yes. and network with one another yes. because it can bridge the gap on all that time when they think it's appropriate to start doing that. Yeah. And they can do it now. And yeah. then they have so much more time in their life to yeah. make a difference yes. and to spread positivity, yep. you know, yeah. um, walk me through some of your workshops. Cause I know you do different age groups too. A little I do. Bit. So, so I, I serve, uh, children six to 14. Okay. My workshops are t- typically divided between six to 10 year olds and, um, eight to 14 year olds. Okay. So my, my dining etiquette classes, my workshops on um, perseverance and grits Ooh, are more towards that. older children. Um, I have a, a workshop called Modern Manners and Kindness and Positivity, and that's geared more towards the younger kids. Okay. But I have a lot of workshops. I think I've um, developed eight or nine now. Nice. Um, so yeah. they're coming in for how long of a period of time? Two hours. Two Most hours. Most of my workshops are two hours. I have one, my breaking bread workshop, which is my dining etiquette and table manners workshop. Okay. And that's three because obviously we have to eat and it takes a long time to get those kids eating and to prep the table, to prep the table, to stop them every so often and remind them what they should be doing. Got it. So yeah. nice. And so where are your workshops being hosted at present and yes. where are you going with it? Well, because I, I, know... I have a lot of things, um, kind of on the horizon right now. And I'm kind of excited to see what the next month brings because I feel like so much has kind of snowballed for me recently. Um, but I've been hosting them out of my house and in the Lakeway Activity Center. That's amazing. You're opening your doors. Yes, to, yes. To help others. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, just today, I might have secured a brick and mortar location, fingers crossed. Um, and I've also partnered um, with the Lake Travis Library. And starting in August, I'm going to start doing um, a Yes, You Can, or Yes, I Can story time. Okay. Where I choose a book that's um, related to one of the character traits that we're talking about. This one's going to be about grit and perseverance. Yep. Um, so, yes, I'll be at the library. That's nice. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to keep um, an eye on that. And we'll give you some information on how to find out about some of her future events, too. Thank you. Um, but I'm going to take it like a few steps back okay. because... I'm in an industry and I'm start, I just launched our, you know, community brand work hard, small, large a little over a year ago, but like you have a history. Where did you come from? Like well, what, what were text- you doing before you did? Oh my goodness. What um, wasn't I doing? Before you started reach for the stars <laughs> ATX. I was a mom. Um, I, I'm a Texas native, left after high school, swore I'd never come back, moved to New York, chasing my dreams. Um, met my husband. In there, New York? In New York. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, there I was a receptionist. I wasn't really doing anything. I was going to school and, you know, odd jobs here and there. We moved to Miami trying to put down roots there because he's from Florida and we thought that might be a good spot for us. And who doesn't love Miami? I mean, it's beautiful, sunny, beautiful. Beaches. I thought, I thought it would be the place. Um, but unfortunately it just didn't work out. Um, and in Miami I was selling pharmaceuticals. So quite the opposite of what I'm doing now. Okay. And I did not like it at all. It so was big city life, Florida, yes, sales job with sales people. Job, so you're taking going all in and out of hospitals, talking to hospital directors, trying to sell pharmaceuticals, which 
you know, it was, it was a very professional job. I loved being able to, I loved, I loved everything about it except what I was selling, yep. you know? Got it. Um, and so then when we had the opportunity to move to California, I, <laughs> I didn't really second guess it. I was like, you know what? I think I'm ready for a change. Northern California. Yes. Too. Northern California, the Bay Area. My yep. husband's in tech. So he had an opportunity to move to Silicon Valley to the South Bay. Um, and like I said, I wasn't really tied to Miami. I love, you know, I loved yep. the beaches, but my lifestyle wasn't really one I was wanting to keep. Yeah. So we moved to California. Um, and I loved Northern California. And I think that's really where I found myself. Um, I started working for a program called Sunday Friends. It's a nonprofit in San Jose. Okay. And its mission is to end poverty um, through education, to end the cycle of poverty through education. I'm going to have to ask my friends about it because I have a good handful of close friends. Me. That live in it San planted Jose. my seed. Um, and it taught, so we would meet every um, Sunday at rotating elementary schools around the San Jose area. And elementary schools would open up during yes. the weekend too. Yes. Okay. Every That's Sunday. amazing. Yeah. Um, and we would host um, uh, life skills workshops, uh, uh, enrichment classes. We'd have speakers come in. Uh, it was a low income demographic that we were, that we and were you're serving. you were bringing the, the youth and the families yes. together on those Sundays. Yes. I uh -huh. love it. Yeah. It was great. The whole community. Um, and that's really where I found my passion. I mean, I left every every Sunday just beaming. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, I was there to help other people, but like yeah. it was, it helped me. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, when I moved to Texas and I live on the west west side of Austin and okay. the demographic is very different than that I, that I, that I was living near in San Jose, mm -hmm. but I wanted to do something similar, something that would give me that same impactful feeling, that same pride, you know, that I yeah. felt when I was doing that. Um, and so once my kids both got into school, I... And, and I had this idea, like, maybe I should do something similar, but yeah. tweak it a bit, repackage it. And that's kind of what led me to reach for the stars. That's amazing. I know I was teaching um, decades ago, um, elementary <laughs> school, and I've been in real estate sales for a couple decades now okay. since I stopped teaching. Yes. But um, I'm helping families constantly. And I look at my job, mm -hmm. which is looked at as a sales profession, mm -hmm. as educating families about yes. the home yeah. purchase and sale process and helping them determine, you know what I mean, where their home needs to it's, be or what they yeah. want in a home. Um, and now with Work Hard, Small Large, I'm bringing families together that I've helped find homes. And we, you know what I mean, we're pouring into the youth and teaching them how yeah. such beautiful relationships and um, learning lessons can come out of those sales and those yes. home sales and those relationships I mean, that we build. Big, Everything yes. is a relationship. Finding a home. I mean, yeah. that's, yeah. And helping change a community and make an impact in the community is a big responsibility. But you know what I mean? When you approach it collaboratively, like with the entire community or the yeah. parents, the adults and the youth, it's so much more impactful yeah. for the future. Yeah, yeah. Because then well, everybody's working and, together. And that's kind of what when I when I started seeing your organization and seeing what you were doing and the the mission behind it, well, I was like, this is so this very is how similar. So here we go. Another episode. Let's talk <laughs> about how we met because each person that I've had as a guest uh -huh. thus far, um, we have unique ways of having met okay. each other because it wasn't like we've known each other no. for a long time. And that's part of <laughs> That's part of being an adventurer. Like my family went on an adventure in 2021 when we decided to relocate mm -hmm. um, and expand our businesses. And um, our adventure has just helped us meet so many people yeah. and really got us uncomfortable yes. um, and got us comfortable with being uncomfortable because we had such a huge sphere of influence and so many friends and family and people that we had met and worked alongside and uh -huh. my different careers that I had had and education path and alumni associations and... Um, this move and this adventure to Texas uh -huh. has 
brought about so many new relationships. And I want this podcast to be a platform for all of my friends in the other places <laughs> to meet these people, but tell them how we met. Um, Instagram. Yep. Another <laughs> one. So there we go. We talk about tech and social media. Mm -hmm. Um, having a lot of negative connotations. There are some very yes. scary things that come along with um, those platforms and these resources, but so much beautiful has come from yes. it because I... Barbara reached out to me <laughs> on social media and here we are. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't be able to do what I do without social media. I don't have a marketing budget. I can't print out all these pamphlets and do all these wonderful things that a lot of the larger businesses can do. So I've had it's all been about word of mouth and social media for me. Exactly. And, and these connections that I've made yeah. that, you know, hopefully, you know. And we all, yeah. And I have my community that I have met since I moved here. And, mm -hmm. the, you know, I have the community that my children go to school with and they practice their sports with and things yeah. like that. But um, in order for Work Hard, Smile Large to get wings and go outside of my sphere of influence, yeah. you know, I really needed to have the social media tell our story and yeah. really share our message and our mission um, in a safe way because yeah. it does involve children. It does yeah. involve youth. And that's why we so welcome the parents, the dads, the moms, the cousins, the grandmas yeah. to come and be a part of it with us so we can we can bring everybody together, but still promote this the safe nature of, you know, creating a community where we're collaborating and um, yes. promoting positivity. So um, another positive note on social media, <laughs> because I was like, hey, this is pretty cool. My social media is working. What does she do? And I was like, yes, <laughs> our children need this. You know, yeah. I need them to hear it from somebody else that it's important to set the table or sit mm -hmm. down and have a meal and face-to-face mm -hmm. -face with people and converse about your day, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. and tell, tell your story. And that's part of it too. And telling it, you know, the right way with your mouth, not, not having your mouth full <laughs> or talking, you know, while hopefully, you're chewing yes. your food, hopefully and stuff like that. Yeah. Knowing how to use your fork and knife when well, you do go yeah, somewhere. And that's kind of going back to that breaking bread workshop. That's one of my things with the dining etiquette and the table manners and having it be less about protocol. I want, you know, the table and the dining experience to be, uh, to be able to build community. Absolutely. Like this is how relationships are built. You sit down, you break bread, you have a, you know, you have a drink, yep. you communicate. Um, it really doesn't matter what fork you're using or, you know what I mean? If you don't cut your steak properly, that no one's going to remember that. Exactly. So it's, it's the relationships built and it's how you make people feel during that time. That's and the, the, most and the um, involvement of setting the table together, yes. or clearing the table yes. together or eating amongst Being somebody helpful. next to yes. somebody that you, you know, and that conversation that you have at the table. Yeah. Um, I'm Italian, so, so I grew up. So is my husband. Oh, girl, I grew up in a kitchen. <laughs> everybody was cooking. Everybody was drinking yep. wine. Yep. We were tasting things. We're, we're very and similar. That's, yes, that's just how I was raised, yeah. and um, that's how my friends and my family knew me before yeah. we moved to Texas. So, opening up my doors and my kitchen yep. and my dining table to our new friends yeah. and our community and a lot of the work hard, small, large community. I mean, it just had our premiere at my house and oh, nice. um, I share my table with everyone okay. and it's, I tell everybody open door policy, yeah. you know, so we're come. the same exact yep. way. There's my husband's Italian um, and every Sunday we have a big family Italian dinner. Yeah. My brother-in-law comes from East Austin, my um, grandmother-in-law, my mother-in-law. Yep. Sometimes my mom drives in from San Antonio where I was raised. Yeah. Um, so yeah. It's eating, a lot happens. A lot happens at the table, yes. and a lot happens in the kitchen, yeah. and and that's part of the etiquette. Yes. Is you know yeah. having it be a place that you can welcome yes. people into. Oh, I'm sure. sure is right. Uh -huh. Yep. Um, okay. So other manners and stuff that you are teaching outside of the table and the yes. kitchen, because I know you have a couple different yeah, types. Yeah. So of I just my most recent one. I'm really excited about it. I haven't hosted it yet. I'm still kind of 
prepping it and getting it ready is called Loose Lips Sinks Ships. Ooh, that's and the thing I've used my whole And it's a workshop life. about, you know, the subtle yet significant differences between tattling, telling, gossiping, and venting. And I don't, I forgot to mention, but I also, I'm also a substitute teacher in the district. And this came to me while I was watching the kids on the playground. And, you know, they're always coming up to you, telling you really things that aren't that significant, really aren't that meaningful. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you hear later on that, you know, later in the week that they had told their parents something that really you should have been told. Yeah. So I think it's important for kids to understand, you know, when it's important to speak up and when it's, you know, not that important. Yeah. Um, and how to speak your mind while being uh, mindful of other people's feelings. Well, and, and, and how to advocate and help somebody yes. who maybe is getting, yeah. you know, yes. spoken to in, yes. inappropriately or whatnot yes. and how to handle that or yeah. help them feel safe or get somebody's help with that too. Yeah. That was a conversation that we had um, on another episode. It's, yeah. you know, I'm advocating sure as, for each other. Yeah, and I'm sure as an elementary school teacher or former ed- it's elementary school teacher. It's been a long time. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, they will come up and tell you so many random yes. things. Um so I think it's important for them to learn at an early age, you know, to, to speak up and just to be, you know, aware of, again, what your words mean yeah, and yeah. how to speak I your mind. I think we well. live in a society that's pretty casual yeah. and pretty open, like an open book. We, you know, we, we have a lot of access to information yeah. and ling- language and lingo and yes. sayings and things like that. And knowing what's age appropriate too, yeah. you may hear it, but it doesn't mean you need to use it. <laughs> You know, yes. we don't walk around talking like babies because I we know. heard it. So why would you walk around talking like an adult? If you hear it, you know the appropriate time and place yes. and things like that. So yeah, makes Some of the sense to me. Pick up are a little, yeah, <laughs> a little shocking. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, well, that'll be fun, yeah. and that's going to be geared towards like more. Um, that is the ages. from eight to fourteen. Okay. Yeah, that makes absolute sense uh-huh. based on my experience. I have an eight-year-old <laughs> and eleven-year-old, and yeah, um, yeah, that'll be super helpful Thank for you. them. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I. It's at the end of June. I believe June 23rd is that workshop. Noted. <laughs> I'll be in touch. And we'll share the information <laughs> in the description here. Um, so substitute teaching mm-hmm. elementary. Only elementary level. Only elementary. I'm a little nervous about the older kids. Okay. So yeah. I uh, my last teaching job was in fourth grade. Okay. I love and- fourth grade. Okay, well, I was <laughs> maybe I maybe I, I was at a different there. time in my life, and I think but about you were there more more than I was too. Yeah, and I just think about it because I didn't have kids at that time, okay. and I was in my you know mid to late twenties, and I was like, wow, they're not fourth graders at the end of the year. This is yeah. a whole nother like maturity level and set yes. of hormones and emotions and. And previously I hyper-focused on like first grade and second grade. I was very in tune with wanting to teach the foundational skills that they carry with them through their life. And um, it meant a lot to me. And I don't even know, and I'm going to be super honest, if I could go back to teaching today. Now that I'm a parent and I've gone through the last 20 years of being a real estate broker and um, knowing that I'm able to help people and educate people this way, I don't know that I could go back into the classroom, but I... Um, so appreciate our teachers yeah. and I so I, think those years are so yeah. influential and stuff. So it's neat that you're going in there and yeah. helping. It's and very eye-opening. I had yeah. no idea when I started last year how it would change my perspective yeah. of education and of teachers. Oh my gosh. Like I have so much respect for teachers. Yeah. I mean, I, I could have a whole other episode on <laughs> the issues I, you know, that I, yeah. I see in education and, and how the teachers aren't respected or, or, given the, the support that they are needed. Yeah. And just how much the takeaway from the fourth grade year was like how much they mature in a year. Yeah. You know, and they approaching fifth grade yes. or you, older fifth hormones grade and things me. like that. <laughs> yep. Yep. Just why I'm a little bit nervous to go into middle school because 
you know, I mean, I'm sure I'd be fine. I, I, I also um, sometimes work in the high school helping with the testing. Yeah. Um, and between the between, I think, fourth grade and high school, they, they mellow out. The high schoolers are very easy, you yeah. know, um, but I have yet to see the. The middle schoolers, but my kids are still young, so I'm sure I'll get there eventually. So how old are your kids? Six and eight. Okay. So kindergarten and second grade. Fun. Those yeah. are fun. Fun grades, fun ages. Um, yes. Are they, how do they help you with Reach for the Stars so and how have they been a part of they your They have been a part of everything. Building blocks. Literally everything. Good. Um, I try and have them in all of my workshops, unless I have a workshop that's at capacity. I, I um, max my workshops out at eight. Okay. Um, so if I have a space for them, they certainly join. Um. And they're very helpful. When I started this, I told my girlfriends, I was like, if nothing else, if nothing else comes out of this, if this is a big flop and nobody else likes it, how could it at be? least my kids have like learned something. If if it's only if it only impacts me and my kids and it's something that we do together, nobody else really yeah. gets it. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so they're really good about it. My daughter actually is, gives me a hard time in a lot of the workshops. Really? Yeah, she tries to poke my, you know, push my buttons a little leadership bit. Quality, yes, huh? Leadership qualities. Yeah. Leadership qualities. Well, I think she knows that, that I'm her mom and not her teacher. I, the, yep. the other students give me the respect of a teacher yeah. where I'm the mom. So. Yeah, because starting a whole new company or brand, I uh -huh. should say, you know, it all came out of my daughter's struggles in fifth grade. And um, it gave us something to do together. Oh, so I was nice. like, this is our life mantra. Yes. You can help me. Like, let's let people yeah. in the community know who we are and like where we came from and yeah. what our family's core value is. Like yeah. we believe in hard work and big smiles and yeah. positivity and let's put it out there. So she was a big part yeah. of me creating the logo uh, exactly. and the branding. Yeah. And when we um, decided to make a website, she helped me proof the website oh, and nice. go through the design process of the website. Okay. And so um, it's really fun having her see that process yeah. and having your girls see, your kids see you start this yes. and the yes. process that it took mm -hmm. for you to, you know, create the content and create the curriculum yep. and do the yep. outreach in the community uh, and things like that. They help with the numbers sometimes, the yeah. marketing. Yeah. 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 It's really neat to not compartmentalize ourselves and give them those like life skills yeah. earlier um, to see what they can do with them when yeah. they have an idea that they want to share with the world or mm -hmm. bring to life. Yeah. So um, that's been a big takeaway for me for this last year. Good, good. Yeah, yeah I, I was reading about how you started the Work Hard, Smile Large, how how that mantra yeah. just kind of catapulted or just expanded. I woke and... up one day and I remember specifically we lived in our Mission Viejo house um, and I woke up one morning and I was just like, oh my God, so many days in a row. I don't take days off. I didn't take maternity uh -huh. leave. I mean, I was signing documents on, after I delivered babies and oh, stuff and it was supporting us and our yeah. dreams and our goals yeah. and um I just woke up one morning and I just, my husband, I was like, keeps coming to me. Work hard, smile large. Like oh. we got to start saying it every day. Like we work this hard, babe, because so we enjoy. So you started it, but your we husband enjoy, was the one We who... just, it just became part of our daily life. Yeah. And like, I mean, I remember days we only had $300 in our account. We had to pay the nanny and we were running our companies and like there was the ground yeah. floor, like yeah. everybody starts somewhere. <laughs> and it just, it invigorated me. Yeah. And it was just like, help me get out of bed every day. Not that I struggled. I was very driven and um, really looked in my daughter's eyes every day and knew why we were doing it and yeah. that I loved what I did. Um, but we started using it. And so now they don't leave our house. I say work hard. They say smile large. They say it with their friends. Uh -huh. And um, it just has been part of us for the last, you know, 11 years. And I'll never forget it. I mean, this and it was important for us to yeah. use it in our new community. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I thought it, it was just, great. I, I, yeah. It's just been part of us. It's been before hashtags were cool. We were hashtagging it. I say <laughs> everything we did or said yeah. kind of, you know, if they have a hard time, we just remember it takes hard work, you know, yeah. don't forget to smile. It's it. going to be worth it. You know, keep yeah. persevering, Yes. you know, and share it with your friends. It's not something that we just use. And so our friends say it. I end every meeting 
So if I'm on a Zoom or I'm in a group of people or even my listing appointments, which I a lot of it's in my signature <laughs> now because since the work hard, small, large yeah. is just as meaningful as sincerely or yeah. respectfully or yeah. best, yes. you know, um, but yeah, it's I end a, my meetings, <laughs> big mastermind meetings and listing appointments and I'll say work hard and my clients say smile large or my team will say smile large. And it's just part of part of how we carry on every single day because it means it. it means a lot and it just reminds everybody that everything you're doing has meaning yeah. and it's going to take you somewhere and yeah. you know you got to smile along the way there's <laughs> going to be challenges and and I'm sure you know starting a business and reaching out to the community uh -huh. and and getting you know support is is a challenge but yes. you know every time you get a success it's all yeah. worth it yeah I didn't, I didn't know if this was going to take off. You know, I didn't know how everybody was going to feel about this. And it's yeah. taken a while. And I finally feel like I'm getting some, some feedback that, oh, this is an interesting idea. This it people is. are connecting with this and resonating with this and they, they get it. You it know, you don't, I wasn't sure if people were going to get it. Yeah. Because it's kind of a new space, you know, and I, and yeah, it's like a traditional space. Like you feel like it was <laughs> it, very it, traditional yes. and you're modernizing yes, it, right? Just like we're modernizing yes. the meaning of working from home or working yeah, with your true. children around you and stuff like that. Like yeah. I'm modernizing it saying they have to learn something from yeah. this and we can bridge the gap and eliminate a lot of time for them where they yeah. can use these skills earlier and make a bigger difference yes. in our world yes. and in their own lives and build better relationships, mm -hmm. handle conflicts more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It all starts somewhere. Um, <laughs> so it's not, not for anything. Um, what is a mantra or a life motto that your family you know has? I, I, I was trying to think of one because I thought this might come up since you have such a beautiful I just, motto some, yourself. Some people do, some people yeah, don't, no, but I, like, you know, it's just... I do, but it only came to me a few months ago because I'm, I'm always changing. I'm constantly changing. Always. I have a new um, one this year. Oh, you do? Okay. So yes. I don't, this is yep. my, this and is my in the past six months Okay. Mantra. So good. I'll share mine when you're done. <laughs> um, and you know, and this happened when I started Reach for the Stars and when I was putting myself out there in really uncomfortable situations. Um, and trying to learn from past mistakes and past patterns. I told my husband, I don't want fear to be my decision maker anymore. A lot of almost everything I did when I was younger, fear would, would hold me back. It was like this big bossy man in my head yeah. that was telling me all this, these negative things. And I was very ambitious and I wanted to do all these things, but I was terrified inside. Overanalyzing it. Oh, oh I get in my head tremendously. Talk um, about the podcast studio. I was like, but I need a big, beautiful <laughs> podcast studio. Oh, I can't have it be like that. And I, I was like, I just have to do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm in my 40s now. I'm tired of looking back at my life and seeing opportunities that I should have taken and being regretful. And I'm not doing that anymore. And so I told my husband, even being part of this podcast, I'm so fearful. I'm not... I'm not one that really likes to talk about myself that much, even though I host workshops for kids where yeah. I do a lot of talking. Like I'm not we said, really, the demographics I don't like different. Being, yeah, I don't like being. I don't like a spotlight on me. And so being here is about my mantra. You know, I'm. I don't want to pass up on opportunities that might be beneficial because they make me uncomfortable. So get comfortable being so, uncomfortable. Exactly. You know, I was telling my husband. You know, the the flight or the fight or flight response. Yep. It's always been very big for me, right? I've never wanted to fight. I've never been a fighter. I, Everybody can relate to that at know? some point. But the, sure. the weird thing is, so I've always been the flight, right? But when you flight, you don't actually go anywhere, right? It's kind of misnomer, it's misnamed. Like you, you, you kind of stay stagnant. Kind of There's flutter, no growth. No, exactly. <laughs> and so this whole time I was flying and literally no, not going anywhere. And Good. For my 40s and for this business and fear is gone. Good. I've shut that guy up. <laughs> Good. 
So that's a great practice, right? Like, and it's such a good example for your kids too. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because I had talked about doing a podcast for a year Mm -hmm. and I kept talking about it and people kept saying, you should do a podcast. Then in real estate, it was like, oh, you should do a real estate podcast. And I was like, yeah, you know, not really feeling that. And it just kept coming up and coming up and coming up. And and here it is, you know, 2023, it's out there and we're going to connect more people and spread message and Uh action, what people are doing. And um, it's, it's amazing. Um, Do you have like a daily routine or anything to help keep your business, like keep your growth going my, or anything? Because I'm sure is all over the place. Okay. It depends on whether I'm working in the schools. Because I have to work, I have to be at school at um, 7 a.m. How, how does the is... substitute system work here? Because I know when I was a substitute teacher, you could like pick the days ahead of time. Yes. Sometimes they call you that morning. Yes. Is it the same? It's the same. Not okay. the morning. I opted out of that. I checked okay. that box. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, but sometimes I do get texts from the teachers when they're in a bind. And they're like your sometimes preferred they're, side. Yes, yes. There's sometimes, you know, I become friends with them and their mothers and they have six kids and I can't say no. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I I would hate somebody to say no to me in that yes. situation. Um, but yeah, it's all done via an app now. Okay. So I get to kind of just plan ahead when a, when a new uh, position opens up. They send me a little uh, little text message and I can accept it or decline it. Yep. Um, and I love it, yeah. you know, because I can really plan and um, create my own schedule. When I'm not working. Um, and you're doing more schools than just your kids' schools. I do my kids' schools primarily, or my kids' school primarily. School. Um, and then there's an elementary school right outside my neighborhood that okay. I also go to. I'm kind of equidistant between the two. Okay. So it's not too big of a deal for me to hop over to the other one. Um, and I kind of like that I've stuck to two schools because it allows me to know the teachers better, the, say, administration, you get to know the administration, the yep. principals. principals key. Um, and it becomes more of a family. It's, I feel like I belong there a bit more. And, yep. You know. So it's been really fun. I've also had the unique opportunity to become or to be the front desk receptionist for the last six months at my kids' elementary school while they were looking for a full-time person, which didn't sound that great in the beginning, but I got to meet so many people. Well, and your smile, it takes a friendly person to sit at the front desk of a school. Um, And the ones that don't have a friendly person at the front desk, you try to make them smile. At least we do. It's a lot more challenging of a position. Yeah, (laughs) it is. They deal with a lot. Yeah. And it's security. You know, Uh you're the first person at the you know, that in the big, in the front of the school. It's so a big responsibility. It's a very big responsibility. I, yeah. You know, so it takes a very special person to fill those, to fill that Are test. you doing anything with like the teachers or the schools to maybe do any sort of etiquette I or manners am. classes yes. on campuses I'm at all? Actually, I'm, I've got something in the air, something okay. in the air. Um, nice. I haven't heard whether or not it's going through yet. So okay. I don't want to, you know, put out too much out there. But yeah, I have a few things. Because what for an next amazing year. reach you yeah. could have helping yes. students, which then, you know what I mean? Their teacher, mm-hmm. they see the reap the rewards yes. on campus in yeah. the lunchrooms. Well, and I'm see also, it and... I've also reached out to some of the districts to start hosting um, enrichment classes after school. Nice. I'd love to be able to do that a couple times a week. Okay. Um, so I'm fingers crossed. You've got so many, like, I call it, um, I throw all my balls in the air. I like, do. you know, I'm holding the strings to all the yes. balloons right now. I don't I'm just know which ones they're are going to take. take. So I, I'm putting myself out there. Do I, it. I've also, um, the country club community that I live in, hopefully I can start having classes there. In I'm, the community center. I'm, I'm, it's being talked about. Um, but I also want to market towards the community clubs in the yep. area because or the country clubs. I'm sorry. Yeah. Not community so clubs. we'll, the country we'll keep clubs. you posted on everything <laughs> she has in the mix. So yeah, I'm putting my feelers You're out going there. big and that's like so admirable Thank to take you. something that, you know, you feel is a necessity and really try and spread it and give it as many wings as possible yeah. to fly around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Again, my mantra, right? I'm yep. not gonna, I mean, if it, if it doesn't take, it doesn't take. Yeah. It doesn't hurt to try. Sometimes no's leads to, lead to yeses and yeah. sometimes it's a timing thing, yeah. you know, and yeah, that's, yeah. that's okay too. Um, 
What is your goal this year for Reach for the Stars ATX? Oh my goodness. To get out there, to to be in the schools, to have more of a reach outside my little my little bubble, Your you know. Um, I'd like to go into Marble Falls and Westlake and more into Austin. Um, and I just want to be more legitimized. You know, well, what let's I mean? talk Having about this because we have some youth ambassadors in I Liberty know. Hill and that are really um, advocating for work hard, smile large, and that want to do more with their community and things like that. Yeah. So let's, we can definitely try and. Yeah. My daughter actually see. became a youth ambassador yeah. last week. Yeah, yeah. I had her take the pledge. She was really into it. Good. Yeah. She's a very she, good girl. I hope she gets to spread the work hard, smile yeah. large daily to her <laughs> friends and they can come. Um, we have some more events coming up this um Summer, I guess you could say it's summer now, right? Maybe yes. almost. Yeah, okay. yeah, it feels like summer School's outside. out in a few weeks. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we have some more events and I hope to add um, a few more this summer as well. Um, what, it's my big question I okay. ask everybody, you can relate it to Reach for the Stars, you can relate it to yourself. What do you want your legacy to be? Reach for this, I mean, that's, that's hard. My kids, obviously. Um, but to have one of those seeds I planted to actually blossom into something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whatever, whatever that looks like. Yeah. That's so, yeah. amazing. So um, big common factor here with a lot of our messages that we have on our episodes is we're really trying to pour into the youth and, mm -hmm. and you're involving your children in that and teaching them how to pour into their community yes. and their friends and stuff like that. And it can't help but not grow. We have all these networking platforms and, you know, we always want to connect with more people yeah. and connecting children with more children and yeah. having them in spread real positivity in, in real, real life, life is really <laughs> IRL, special. Because, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um, well, I am super appreciative of you coming on. Oh, I want to keep everybody in the Work Hard, Smile Large community up to date on what you're doing. So we're going to give them all the links in the description. Okay. Um, and I'm sure you keep your website up to date. Of course, yes. Is the website, social media the best way to get yes, you? Yes, reachforthestarsatx.com. Oh, right, right here. here. Yes. So you can stay up to date on her upcoming events and hopeful location yes. here in the Austin yes. area. Well, I'll definitely be at the in the library in August. Okay. So that's secure, secure. But which I have is a few a good, things up in the air. Which is a good indoor spot yes, in the heat of summer. In, in the air conditioner. Yes, good. in the air conditioning. And I also have an um, article coming out about me in uh, Neighbors of Lakeway Magazine Ooh, coming up. Yeah, I'll be in the August that. issue. Congratulations. Talking about the, the business and the goals and the missions. I'm very excited about that. Congratulations. We'll Thank definitely you. share about that. We have a lot of people in our um, soccer community and stuff that uh -huh. are in Lakeway. And, yes. Um, but well, you're not too far. I'm not too far at all. I'm in Lakeway all the time between soccer <laughs> practices and doctors. I don't think there's really and... a border between the Bee Cave and the no, Lakeway area. No, 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 not not at all. Other than the 6:20, I'm like, That's what true. time? It's a timing <laughs> thing. With it's a timing thing. It might thing take you an hour road. to get to me, but we're relatively close. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, and and hopefully we can collaborate with Work Hard Small mm -hmm. Large. We I can do that. you know an event or um, something before, maybe even before the holidays. I was thinking yeah. it would be fun to have. You know, you know, I last year I tried really hard to do a holiday event and I think I was still too, too fresh. Yeah. Was, I'd only had, you know, the business going for about a month. Yeah. <laughs> so it was all of me and three other people. So let's do like a gratitude meal, like before yes. the Thanksgiving holiday or something. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I would love to, to come up collaborate something. on something yeah. like that because I would really um, like to help you yes. get in touch with more people in the community and uh -huh. also, you know, help our ambassadors be a part of it. And our older ambassadors can come help, yeah. you know, so yeah. there's more management and yes. <laughs> hands um, to help guide you and stuff like that. But um, manners and etiquette and kindness and community are so important and um, letting connection happen. Um, she reached out to me and, you know, we 
did our due diligence and mm -hmm. got connected and learned what our purpose was and what our goals were. And here we are today, um, breaking through some fears, nice breaking, nice. <laughs> breaking through some fears and some, um, you know, some uncomfortableness. <laughs> exactly. And learning more about our mission and how yeah. we can help the kids yeah. and, you know, each other too. Yeah. So we're going to keep doing it. We need you to keep staying tuned. Make sure you check out, um, reach for the stars, ATX, follow them on Instagram yeah. and go learn about their events here in Austin. And I can't wait to see what you do. Thank you. Thank I can't you wait so much. I to see much. what you do as well. Absolutely. Have a great day. Nicole Christofferson here. Make sure to subscribe and check out Reach for the Stars ATX. We have more episodes coming to you soon. <laughs> Work hard, smile large. Welcome to the Work Hard, Smile Large podcast, where we explore the outcome of hard work and the power of positivity in our daily lives. In each episode, we'll delve into the benefits of maintaining a positive mindset, hear inspiring stories, and provide tips for cultivating smiles around us. We will highlight healthy habits and living a full life while giving focus to various lifestyles that shine bright in this world as we collaborate with each unique guest to help spread the work hard, smile large vibe. Now is the time to come together, pour into others, and have the youth we mentor and influence daily inspire their peers to become WHSL youth ambassadors too. This podcast is here to support you on your journey and bring others together to build their dreams, achieve goals, and determine what we all want our legacies to be. So sit back, relax, and get ready to embrace the work hard, smile large vibe.